Welcome back, everyone, to another ride along with Jeff and Colleen. And mm-hmm. We are off. We are indeed. To gallivant and do some shopping. Yes. Our normal weekly errands. Yep. And uh, I did want to discuss and review um, a new show that I have known about for a while. And I'll talk about my kind of aversion and why it hasn't been discussed before. Okay. And uh, so, but Colleen discovered it and uh, started to watch. And uh, so, uh, we're going to talk about Broad Church. Yes. So, I... I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast. I may have mentioned it once, but yeah, maybe. I I don't like procedural cop dramas. I just don't. I, 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 just, I know. I, I I think I think it's a it's a, an hour or, or forty five minutes or whatever magic show. It, it's just misdirection, and it just you, you pour all this time in in all these different red herrings, and then. In the end, it ends up being like Scooby-Doo, where you remember the, the, the guy or the other guy that you saw in the first, like, five minutes, yep. and you go, it's it's him. Yep. But it's, it's none of the people that, that we've studied this whole sure. time, and just, I, I just don't find it's it It's always the least likely suspect. But, in, in, in a quick little view from my point of view is I I enjoy Broadchurch because it's very stylish. Right, I and like it's not the, a true procedural. I like the way. filmmaking of it. And and it doesn't happen all at once, but over time you do enjoy the relationship of the main uh, detectives. Right. And and but but it but it, it takes time. It's not all at once because, I mean, that's another thing it shows is people change and, and, uh-huh. and the, the, you know, the relationship <clears throat> grows and, and all that. So, so, take it away. For starters, it's not a typical, it's not a procedural cop show. Procedural means that it's a different story every week, different case every week, different. This one is truly, it's three seasons, it was meant to be a trilogy. Uh, according to the creator, it's the first season deals with one specific case. The second season has carryover and background about the first case, but it really deals with a different case, second season. And then third season is a whole brand new one. So really it's about these relationships with these people. And the way I look at each of these seasons is season one is an eight hour long movie separated out into eight different episodes. Season two is another eight-hour-long movie separated into eight different episodes. And season three, same thing. So it's really and truly, in my mind, it's three different movies just spread out over time. And the the beauty of it is that they're, the, the relationships are complex. The people are complex. There's things that you go, you watch it and you say, okay... So maybe, okay, so that's a clue. Good, good, good. All right, all right, I'm following this. All right, I know who the killer is. And then and then you watch the next episode, and you're like, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so 
It could be that first person I thought. But now I'm kind of thinking it might be this one. And then they throw more red herrings at you. And as the, as the season goes on, you're like, wait, should have been this and it's just very cleverly very well written like I said the characters are complex the relationships are complex they're not you know you don't have everything everything figured out all in five minutes or less it takes some time to get the characters down and to get that relationship and there's funny bits to it um if you're not familiar with very heavy British accents very different British accents than a typical London British accent. Most people have no trouble with a British accent that's, you know, London. But these folks are not in London, so you're getting a mix of people who are Welsh. You're getting uh, the main character, uh, one of the main actors, David Tennant. He's Scottish, and he's not using his British accent. He's using his real true native Scottish accent. It's very difficult to sometimes understand what they're saying if you're not used to that. But I will tell you, if you start listening to it, you start listening to how they say certain words, you start picking up what they are saying, and it's it's actually quite hilarious. There's just this underlying comedy to it that's just barely there, but it's there. Um, and it's the characters, like I said, are just amazing. I love the characters. I think they're um, well-written. That's and like... It's like Shrek is the uh, yeah. detective. Yeah, yeah. One of them. So but the, the acting is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, the Brits have it. They are, they're, they're very good at it. And you get these people who, they play real people. Uh, and I love that because they're not playing caricatures. They're playing legitimately very real people. And that makes it so much more interesting to me. Like I said, it's not just... I mean, yeah, the crime story is the interesting part, but behind that and probably the foundation of all that is these real people, these characters that are um, multifaceted, multi-layered, and you, they're human, and you, you literally right. want to smack some of them sometimes, and sometimes you want to hug them, sometimes you want to kiss them, sometimes you want to you know, scream at them, and they feel like you could be, I don't know, for me, I feel like okay. I could be friends with them. All right, so uh, let, let's do some kind of pop culture connection. Okay. So if you like Doctor Who, yep. oh, you've yeah. got a number of Doctor Who connections. Oh, you've serious, got David Tennant. Yes, who was the fifth Doctor. You've got Jodie Whittaker. Who is the current Doctor. And you've got... Uh, I, I <clears throat> Rory. Rory. I don't... I forget his name. His real name is Arthur Darville. And he played Rory Williams, who was Amy Pond's husband for Matt Smith, the Ninth Doctor. Right. Okay? So... No. And sorry. Like I said, if you you really... The Tenth Doctor. Doctor Who... I mean, there's connections... And before I... Before I keep... Forget this. David Tennant is not the Fifth Doctor... In real life, he's married to the daughter of the fifth doctor, Peter Davison. But he was the ninth doctor, and Matt Smith, I believe, was the tenth. Or eighth and ninth. I always get them mixed up. Anyway, point is... A doctor. Matt Smith was the doctor we right. we kind of got familiar with, and yeah. David Tennant was the doctor right before him. So, um, so you've got that going on. You've got some other connections, which then actually brings us to the point of the crown. So you have uh, Olivia Coleman. Who plays um, Detective Sergeant Ellie Miller, 
and she plays the queen in The Crown, right. seasons three and four. So uh, you've got that whole thing going on. You've got the, the crown. And then if you start looking at a lot of the actors in this show and start cross-referencing them, you see that a lot of them. You've got a ton of Game of Thrones references right. because there was a character in the beginning, season one, um, whose name is Jack Marshall. The actor who plays him is David Bradley. And if you're familiar with Game of Thrones, he played Walder Fry in uh, Game of Thrones. And I won't tell you what happens to or who Walder Fry is. You'll just have to watch Game of Thrones to figure it out. And then there's been a number of other folks that were either in episodes of Game of Thrones or The Crown or the Doc or Doctor Who, and they've either played companions or they've played guest roles. I mean, they've all kind of had a criss- crossing cross pollination of these actors. Well, Grey Worm from Grey Worm, Thrones yes, was, yes. Uh, in, Jacob Anderson uh, and, plays a character named Dean, and he is in season. He's in the first season, yeah. uh, a little bit in the second one, if I recall. But anyway, he's uh, he was Grey Worm in Game of Thrones. So, so it, it's and then there's fun. one of the other folks, one of the other ladies on the show, uh, played one of the um, oh, the yeah, Septuants. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's a few references, and like I said interactions with where you have you know David Tennant and um, Jodie Whittaker who plays Bath Latimer the you know one the older doctor and the newest doctor mm. sitting next to each other and then you've got Rory in the midst of all this who is in between I mean it's just but it's very funny um I don't think you realize this but Claire is a character from season two that you just met um, she was also in an episode of Doctor Who, and I want to say she might have even been an actual companion. But point is, there's tons of Doctor Who reference. And then, technically, there's Fleabag. So, in season two, you've got Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who plays an attorney, um, barrister. And um, she is Fleabag, and then Olivia Coleman was her stepmother in the show. Um, she hired her from... Broadchurch because she really loved working with her and thought she was amazing. Um, and I believe there was some other cross-reference of Fleabag as well. But again, these folks have all... They're very, it's a kind of a pool of talent that they clearly have drawn from and they, they're all cross-pollinated and they've all been different characters on different shows and stuff. So, so you know, obviously these police investigative types of shows, uh, there's a template. Uh, you know, I mean, it, pretty much. For the most uh, you part, know, you, sure. You, you introduce the crime, and then you begin the investigation, mm-hmm. and then you look into the leads, and you find, you know, who do you think, or who is rising to the top of... Suspects. Suspects, and, mm-hmm. and, and then you kind of sift it out, and then, sure. like, almost... Uh, uh, let's see, two thirds or so in there. That's when people start running. <laughs> that's when things get really crazy, sure. and, and and people start to break down, and, and 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 then. So, but uh, I, I love the fact that they don't. What they don't do is they don't try to solve the case all in one hour or in you know one episode. They don't have all the answers. They think they do, and that's the beautiful part. They realize they don't, and of course, that's what I love about the fact that it's dragged out. It's not a true procedural show, because it's not, you know, solve the case in one hour. It's 
takes a season to solve a case. Right. You know, so so that's the beautiful part about it. I, you know, the acting's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Scenery I do, is gorgeous. I, I do enjoy the the style of it, um, but I, I do I do think it's interesting taking the police investigative show out of New York or L.A. or mm-hmm. wherever, yeah. and then put it. In Britain somewhere. Right. You know, right. Uh, right. And, and see how things go there. And so it, it is kind of interesting. And, and, you know, I just, you know, for somebody who, you know, I, I don't have any time for like an NCIS or any of that. I, I can't. I don't even think it's that you don't have time. You just that don't. That kind of stuff. Right. You're not, you don't have the just, patience. No. And the desire to follow no. through with that or, no. you know, it's invest too much. in it. It's just mm-hmm. Too much. I, I got to <laughs> think too much and all that. And but this, by the way, go ahead. But, but this show is, is different to me and it's been, you know, it's, it's, I'm not on the edge of my seat, but it is more engaging and yeah. I, I enjoy the characters more yeah. than, um, other situations like so two things number one um they did actually try to make a an not even a it's not a shot for shot for sure but use a lot of the same names a lot of the same scenario and what have you for an american version of the show called grace point so they and david Tennant actually came over here and played his character so that was kind of cool but um, it didn't do as well, I guess, and that's why it uh, is probably not Rarely familiar. does. Yeah, it's not as familiar to a lot of people. But the other thing that I was going to say that I really loved about it is having been a huge fan of true crime and right. having listened to podcasts and read books, multiple books on many, many different types of crimes, I can honestly tell you that I've learned a lot about British police uh, work that I... <laughs> I don't know how close it is to reality, but I can tell you so many times I've watched the show and said, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Do not touch that without gloves. Where are your gloves? Why are your gloves not on? Do not let somebody touch this. Why are you not looking at this? Why are you not? I mean, there's so many things I'd be like, nope, nope, nope. Start over again. Uh, this was set in 2013. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a, Sorry about the horn alarm. That's yeah, fine. Out there. So, but it was set in 2013, and there's a uh, a lot of uh, you know reference to that. But um, but yeah, it's a great show. It's an absolutely fantastic show. I, I'm I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, I have watched multiple episodes in a single night just because I can't stop watching it because it's so stinking good. Well, and, no, so I so I finished the series already, but I'm rewatching it again with Jeff because a I love it so much. B, I'm watching it with you so that I can actually help you understand. I'm trying not to give you any, you know, spoilers. Right. And I, you know, I love hearing Jeff go, oh, I think it's so-and-so. And I'll be like, I can neither confirm nor deny. Right. <laughs> which is true, so, which is not true because I can, <laughs> but I'm not going to. But again, this is, you know, if you are stuck in cable land yeah um, 
you would never normally get stuff like this. Right, right. Uh, with 247, whatever, ABC, CBS, NBC, uh, you know, whatever. But that's what's nice about uh, Netflix yeah. moving away from the, you know, normal cable television group of stations yeah. moving over to streaming on Netflix. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we actually bought uh, a year, you know, the lower rung of Hulu. So it's Hulu. We watch shows and and yeah. with ads and whatever. But Netflix is getting us the opportunity to watch shows that we would never. Oh yeah, never tons find and tons of shows that we would never be able to n- ever see anywhere. Normal cable. Mm-hmm. I mean, they may show it on uh, BBC America, but still, yeah, potentially. That's, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Every month for that. But so. uh, but honestly, yeah, it's one of those shows. And see, the beautiful part is now I can see that there are other recommendations that are similar to that I think I would enjoy. And there's one I haven't started yet, but I'm thinking about starting it um, called Hinterland, and that's based in Wales. So I'm, I think I might start that one and see how it, how it goes. It, it is kind of one of those things for me where British TV is very hit or miss. There's some stuff I tried something um, on Netflix based on this just because I thought I would enjoy it. And I could not get through one episode. It was just not funny. And it was supposed to be and it just was not. And so it is a little bit of a hit or miss for me. But I really, really love it. I mean, dude, if we took a vacation to England, I would definitely want to go to Dorset. I'd want to go to right. Broadchurch and see where see where they filmed and stuff. I think it'd be amazing to, to you know, go visit. So just to... Uh, a bit of a, a challenge if you have Netflix, uh, yeah. if you have a streaming service like Hulu or something. He, here is a challenge that I give you: don't watch the same thing over and over. Find something that that is somehow related to something that you enjoy, but it, it maybe maybe from Britain, maybe it's a, a different type of show um, because. You know, we get stuck in the same routine, you know, and and look, you know, Andy Griffith show is a great show. Brady Bunch is a great show. But I mean, there's so much out there now that's available that you don't have to watch the same one, the one where Marcia gets hit in the nose with the football over and over and over and branch out, find something new, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what we're doing. Uh, you know, in um, 2019, you know, we did a lot of activities where we, mm-hmm. we went and saw plays, where we went and saw concerts. I mean, 2020, out of the question. Completely, Couldn't do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So now what we're trying to do is do uh, uh, television shows that yep. we've never seen before, reviewing them, movies, that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, there's, there, there's so many great streaming platforms out there. You know, HBO Max, blah, 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 Peacock, everything. Uh, so find something new that maybe somehow be related to a type of a genre show that you enjoy and try something new and yeah. see if you like it. You, you know, you may discover it's like, wow, I never knew that. Um, so anyway, that's that's our kind of it's challenge to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, as we say, it's always best to ride along with friends, and we thank you so much for riding along with us. 
listening, sharing this podcast with your friends. We really appreciate it. And until next time, this is Jeff and Colleen saying see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.